Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Episode 69. Ooh, we almost at 70. I love it. All right. I'm excited. You guys are applying for Deeply Rooted. I love reading your emails and what epic shit you want to create. I've got some people that want to retire at 55. I got some people that want to start some nonprofits. Oh my God, I've got some people that wants to make some money. You know, I'm all about that, right? Some people who want to look at getting into different positions within their jobs. I am loving reading the applications. Can you imagine a room full of supported Black women working together to create epic shit? working on themselves, rolling up their sleeves and doing the not so pretty work, right? If you got on my webinar, I think the third day of my webinar was, was like, hey, I'm sorry. What I'm selling you is hard work. Like literally what I'm asking you guys to do is beyond the rah-rah, beyond the motivation, beyond the, ooh, excitement, It is literally roll up your sleeves and work on you with the anticipation, with the knowledge of knowing if I decide what would happen if I slowed down and worked on me, right? You can do this with Deeply Rooted or you can do it without it. I promise you it's so much more fun doing it with Deeply Rooted. So, Today, I want to talk about a coaching call that I had today that my interpretation and my client's interpretations was two totally different things. I want to talk to you from the client's interpretation, and then I'm going to tell you what I was seeing and what I was thinking. So for her, she had a really bad week, like really bad week. She got some news that she had to vacate her living arrangement. She was renting a place and she got news that she had to vacate that in 30 days. The landlord decided, hey, I want to change up. And immediately my client, this high achieving black woman who has a beautiful apartment overlooking the ocean. I mean, When she's coaching with me, one time she got up and walked around and I was like, wait a minute, what is that? I literally asked her to stop and show me. She had a beautiful veranda and all I saw was ocean and trees. It was absolutely gorgeous. So I understood what she was talking about, right? But she immediately went to, oh my God, I'm going to be homeless. And oh my God, this isn't fair. And she can't do this. And just powerlessness and anxiety and not being able to sleep for a couple of days. 
But as she was describing what she was doing, she described like, I'm going to be homeless. And then she would go, but you know, I actually have money and I actually have a friend who can actually give me three rooms of her house if I need it. And then she was like, but, and um, like, I'm going to be alone and such and such. And then she would say, no, actually, I'm not going to be alone. Like this is happening. And then she was like, this is the worst thing ever. I cannot believe this. This is like, this is just an example of me not being able to do such and such. And then she would go, no, actually, what if this was working for me? What if I actually found something better? What if this was an opportunity for me to like move into a community that I really liked, or maybe get something that I own, right? Or pushing me in that direction, right? It was like, every time she was saying something, she was like, I would get this pit in my stomach and then I would do something and then she would coach herself and then she would do something and then she would coach herself. And each time she would coach herself, she was like moving herself towards direction. So she asked the landlord, like she called the rental place and the rental place actually said, well, actually your landlord can't ask you to move because of the reasons that she gave you. So they're not even valid. So actually you really don't have to move. And so she was like, wait a minute, what? And so then she asked the landlord instead of 30 days, give me 60 days. Right. So she asked for the time that she needed because she was like, wait a minute, I have this coming up. I have this presentation. I have this thing I need to do because she's a high achieving woman. Right. So she was like, I want 60 days. So she responded to the landlord and said, I will be out, but I need 60 days. So she gave herself what she needed. And then she sent a text and an email to all her friends who knew of places and said, hey, I'm in search of a place to live. And so she's in this amazing community. And so of course they know other areas and other things that maybe she doesn't know about. So I'm listening as she's telling me her doom and gloom story, right? And like, she's full of emotion and she's like, oh, and it was horrible and it was the worst days ever. And I almost called you, but I didn't because like such and such and like this happened on Wednesday of last week and we just coached on Monday. So she had been going through it. She had three days of sleepless nights, waking up in panics, but she kept telling me how she was coaching herself. And she was like, I went and looked at this place and such and such. And then I was like, well, you know, this wasn't be bad. And actually it was even more beautiful than what she had, but she had to deal with this and that. And then she coached herself through it. So this is her telling me her doom and gloom story. And guess what I was doing? I was listening and watching her continue to redirect her brain. Every time her brain went, we're rolling down a hill. Oh my God, the world is over. She would literally go, no, but wait a minute. And she would redirect her brain and then she would be okay. And then she would take action, moving herself forward. She would do this and she would do this. She started looking like she felt empowered. And then her brain would go, oh my God, no. And then her brain would start dragging her again. And then she would stop and say, but wait a minute. I can think about it this way. And how is this working for me? And such and such. And I just looked at her and marveled because this is the same person that she's been working with me close to a year and a half now. This is the same person 
that on our first call, on our consultation, she literally got on our consultation in her night vest or, you know, the muumu dress that we wear, the house coat, in her house coat and laying in the bed. That's how depressed and out of sorts she was. So within the span of a year and a half, she went from that to now getting some news that typically would have put her back in the bed, under the covers, lights off, doom and gloom, and totally paralyzed to, yes, I'm having panic attacks. Yes, I'm feeling this emotion and let me move. Yes, let me redirect my brain and move. And my brain goes and does some things and then I redirect it and have authority over it. And my brain goes and does something and I redirect it and have authority over it. My brain goes and does something and then I redirect it and have authority over it. And it was like a beautiful dance that I was watching her. And all I could do was smile because to me, what she was doing was badass. That was my thought. I was looking at her in amazement, but what she was doing was saying, I shouldn't be feeling like this. I shouldn't be panicked. I shouldn't have sleepless nights. And I call this cyborg thinking. Guys, we are not cyborgs. We are not robots. We are humans having a human experience. It's called mind management because you have to manage your mind. It's not mind is in rainbows and daisies and butterflies for the rest of our lives, right? It's like my feminist coach mentor, Carl Lowenthal says, like we're always looking for the exit ramp off of the human experience. Guys, it is perfectly normal for when life happens, because she was like, and it just blindsided me and it shouldn't have. And like, I was blindsided and I wasn't prepared and I wasn't ready. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how life is, right? That's kind of the part of life that happens. It's not like you have an accident and we call it a purpose, right? (laughs) Like I did it on purpose. It's called an accident because shit just happens. Like I wasn't planning on it and it happened, right? That's the other part of life. And I don't care how much you are coaching yourself. You are not coaching yourself out of your human experience. It is not possible. So what am I saying with this? I'm saying what she was doing was actually badass. She was redirecting her brain, which is what I think is needed for us as high achieving women. Not to just look at and understand our conditioning, not to understand why we do what we do and offer us compassion. But the main thing is at what point are then are you going to take sovereignty, authority, and agency over your brain, over your experiences? We don't do it in a harsh way, like yank yourself there. We do it with understanding, self-coaching, and awareness Yes, but the self-coaching in awareness does not negate shit happening and you having sleepless nights about it. We're not supposed to have a tragedy, 
an affair, a loss of trust, a betrayal, a death, a grievance against us, something that happened to us unfair or getting like in her case, blindsided by something that turns your world upside down for just a little bit until you gain agency again, right? We are not supposed to be able to coach ourselves out of the emotions of those feelings, as my friend Christus St. Germain says, are made to be felt. Feelings are made to be felt, not fixed. So when we're using our experience and that pit in our belly to say that we need fixing, then we stay fixing. Here's the problem. When we stay fixing, we stay on that. This is my problem. And this is why I do this. And oh my God. And we stay on that. And we're not using our energy to create epic shit by redirecting. Because when we're fixing, we're saying there's something wrong. And so we're going back in our past and we're proving it. See, look at this. And then we're pulling this out the hat. See, this is evidence of this. And see, this is evidence of this, right? But when we're not using our feelings as something to need to be fixed, and it's just, I just get to feel this and work my way through this as a human being, having one of those moments where I'm having a human moment, this is that other 50, right? Then I feel the emotion and I direct my brain anyway. Because a lot of times what we make our feelings mean, why this is important is because I've said it before, but I'm going to say it a different way because it's like my client shows me like we make our feelings when we get that emotion in our body, that means stop. And maybe it is a yellow light and not a red light. It's just a caution. It's like, which direction do you want to go now? But a lot of times we make it mean, stop, we're doing something wrong. And what she was saying was, I manifested this. This is how we like use manifestation and thought work against ourselves. Then it becomes a weapon against ourselves, right? It's like, I manifested her saying, you got to leave. I'm like, or she manifested it because of her thoughts. And now you just get to take what she did, pivot and manifest something else because you manifested that place. So of course you can manifest and create another place. And what if this was your opportunity to not only match, but surpass what you already have, right? But it's like, how did I make them treat me this way? When we're tied to the fact of our utility as women, especially black women, that means we take responsibility for how other people treat us. When we're taking responsibility for how other people treat us, then we victimize ourselves. So what we're saying is, I did something wrong. She shouldn't be asking me to leave like this. I did something wrong. And so instead of fixing the problem and solving for it, it's like, okay, sis, you want me out? No problem. There's plenty of other places. Let me find one even better. Instead of going there, she went to, oh my God see, nobody likes me. And I did this. And what did I do wrong? And she's like ruminating over the conversations and in the thing. And maybe I should have done this. No, she was victimizing herself because she was taking responsibility for other person action. No, ma'am. 
No, ma'am. No. That lady did what she wanted to do based on her thinking, right? And now she gets to manifest in a different way by pivoting away from like what the lady said. So it's like, okay, I like I manifested this apartment with a beautiful view. She's already seen one that's even better. I get to manifest another apartment with an even better view, right? But the key is to stop making the emotion mean I am wrong. And that's exactly what she said. She said, Brig, I'm making the emotion mean that I am wrong. Like it means I'm wrong. I did something wrong. And I'm like, no, ma'am, you did not, right? What you did was just show up. And then the other lady had an opinion and did what she did, right? But we try also to like coach and fix our emotion as opposed to, yes, remember my new word, my love, the word I love, those two words. Of course, I'm upset. Of course, I'm panicked because I have to leave and I'm like wondering if I can't find anything. So how about I just go and look and find and like you sit with that. And that ache in your belly or that hollow feeling or that tightness in your chest or whatever it is, that stays with you, right? We don't try to coach it away. We just go, oh, yeah, of course you're going to be with me today. So it's like you redirect yourself to like, no, here we go. Or it can be this and I'm going to do this, which is what she was doing. And she just carried that feeling with her, not trying to fix it, not resisting it, but yep, it's coming with me. This is the value of knowing how to coach, knowing the awareness and like being able to do this so much that now she did it literally without me and she did it as an automatic function. Like her brain automatically started going, but wait a minute. Like she automatically started redirecting and coaching herself. Why? Because she's been in an environment where this was done on a regular basis. And so now she's doing it. That's how you get yourself through creating epic shit. Because it's not if, but it's when the shit hits the fan, are you able to coach and redirect yourself through it? Because again, we're not cyborgs. So we're not walking through bullets blazing and not flinching. We're not the Terminator walking through fire, right? Like we're going to flinch. We're going to burn. We're going to hurt. But can you take care of yourself, apply the necessary preventive measures, coach yourself, redirect as needed, and continue in the direction you're going? Even if that means maybe I need to rest, right? Because remember, if you're doing epic shit, you're already swimming upstream. Lastly, I want to reiterate. Feelings don't mean a damn thing. As the kids say, feelings aren't fact. Just because you feel like I'm not confident doesn't mean that you don't know what you're doing. Like just because you feel lonely doesn't actually mean that you are alone, right? Like feelings aren't fact. Can you learn to hold space for yourself in those moments? Can you offer yourself even more love in those moments. That's that's the key. That's where I would love to get you guys to get to. Can you offer yourself even more love in those moments? 
and then usher yourself in the direction towards the epic shit. When I tell you when you can do that, that's badass shit. And that's how you do epic shit is not if, but when, when the shit hits the fan, when the lease is over with, when the great employee leaves, when the launch is a bus, when the person who says they was going to do something didn't, when people, somebody steals something from you, when people show up and betray you in your thoughts, right? Like, or people do things that you think that maybe wasn't quite right. How do you direct your brain? That's what you're learning. That's what is the difference with thought work. Can you show up for yourself? Can you offer yourself a redirect? Can you do that without trying to fix the emotion, but feel the emotion? Discomfort is the way, Queens. Discomfort is the way. Feeling an emotion doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means you're having that human experience. And 50% of the time, that shit is amazing. And 50% of that time, that shit is a little bit harder to bear. And that's okay. It's called the human experience and you're here for it all. All right. Stop treating yourself like a cyborg queen. You get to have some feelings. You get to be scared. You get to be not confident. You get to feel unworthy sometimes, unlovable sometimes, lonely sometimes, all of that. One lady I love that she said, I want to have Teflon confidence. I'm like, that doesn't exist unless you are Teflon, made of Teflon like a cyborg. Sometimes our confidence is going to break. We're not supposed to be able to maintain our confidence at 100% all the time. Ask yourself, What is your definition of what I think I need to be in order to do epic shit? Because that picture, nine times out of 10, if you think it has to be perfect and well-managed and never have a bad day and never doubt yourself, rethink that because you can do a whole heap of a lot of shit with a half-ass managed mind. You're not a cyborg. All right, guys, we're still taking applications. Go to brickjohnson.com backslash group to apply. Find out all the details of Deeply Rooted, the group coaching program, specifically for high achieving Black women. Application open now and we close March 31st, Thursday, March 31st. So if you're listening to this, there's still time as long as it's not after March 31st. (laughs) 2022, just in case you're listening to this at another time. And if you are, check at the group because they will always be a wait list and we'll let you know when we're opening up again. So either we're open now or there will be directions in a time frame or when the next group will open. All right. Submit your application. Would love to read and hear all about you. And let's do some epic shit together. Let's create some things. I don't care what it is. An amazing relationship. Okay. An amazing relationship with yourself. Okay. An amazing body. Okay. An amazing career change. Okay. Make lots of money in your business. Fantastic. What is it that you want? A book. No problem. 
we're going to work together. We're going to get some shit done, but we're going to take care of all of those balls and chains that are making our road heavy. We're going to cut them, saw them off. We're going to do this together. All right. See you guys. You got till March 31st and our bonus ends March 18th. Check out the group page to see what the bonus is. All right. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brigjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. brigjohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.